good morning. This is the show before the show. And it'll be kind of a little bit different day today. I, as you guys know, any of you popping in the show before the show, I am Lizzie Sparks, and I am primarily the social media coordinator, but today I am Vic Faust, so I'm not the transgender version of Vic Faust, I'm the female version of him, and he's off today, and I have some great people that I pulled in here with me. You'll see as the show gets going, we have Derek, who is, you can say hi, Derek. Hi, Ray. How are you doing today? And so Derek is going to um, be my co-host today, and he's got a lot to bring to the table. And also, if any of you guys see any of those really great merchandise that's coming up, he's our merchandise dude. And that's not why he's here today. He's here to be the co-host, but that'll be brought up as well. Then I have a second D, so that's Derek, and I have a second D that's here, and that is David, who he will be actually the social media coordinator today. So there he is on camera right now. And so that's why we're doing the show before the show. So if there's any mistakes, no big deal, no big deal. This is just, this is not the real show, but we have to do a little bit of this to work out the kinks, and we do that. We try to do it every day, and so... Um, You can see the wide shot, you can see whatever, but David is doing the chat lines, both for Facebook and Rumble and... And YouTube. And YouTube, yes. We also are on Twitch, but there's not usually commenters on there. And before the show even starts, keep in mind that sometimes Facebook goes down and YouTube for sure will pull us down a week in advance. But by all means, use whatever platform you want to use but always have a backup. And if Rumble isn't already your go-to, then I would use Rumble as your backup because that will never go down. And you can still comment. The chat's not quite as lively on Rumble as it is on Facebook, but just every now and again, Facebook goes down. Not often, but just every now and again. And sometimes it's just a weather glitch. That's all that is. Speaking of weather, did you see it was nice and sunny out there this morning? Yes, it was nice and sunny out there. It was raining in there and I was like, oh dang, I curled my hair this morning, Derek. And then I got rained. I know that's why I'm wearing a hat this morning. Yeah, I thought about wearing a hat and I, yeah, I I blew that one for sure. But today we're going to get ready to start the real show, but we've got some really, really great guests. Today we have, the first one is not political. It is Jeremy Boyer, and he is a St. Louis icon, and he is with the St. Louis Blues and the St. Louis Cardinals as the organist. So that's not a political thing. As you know, the show is also political and entertaining. And then we are going to get real and talk about the whistleblower and some police incidents and the woke mob. And Derek's going to talk a little bit about the Pfizer building getting destroyed, about a tornado. And we're going to kind of wrap up the show talking about toxic wastewater with Trisha Burns. And she's really got some stuff. And that's kind of near and dear to my heart because we've been dealing with that ever since I was a kid. And nobody's really done anything about it. So... Well, look at you guys all chiming in. I'm looking at it from a different Ben. Oh, hi, Ben, and Megan, and Annette, and Trisha, and Karen, and Bindi. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. 
Well, at any point now, I think we're right at eight o'clock. So we are here and the boss of the show is is Pro Joe. And without him, we could not make this show run. Even if Vic was here without Pro Joe, we can't make this show run. I don't know, I don't know when I became the boss. I'm not yeah, he's the boss. He's much. the boss. Yeah, he can, well, you, anybody that can shut your mic off is the boss. And, and trust me, my mic has been shut off run before. Yes. All right. Well, Joe, we are ready to start the real show. Good morning. I am Lizzie Sparks, and you have tuned in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com, and I am standing in for Vic Faust, who is off today doing business things, but he will be back tomorrow, and tomorrow is probably my most favorite day of the week anyway. It is usually when we talk about paranormal, we talk about UFOs, we talk about crazy stuff, anything to get away from the politics of everything. I am in studio today, as I said, for Vic Faust, but I am also in here with some cohorts, and one is Derek, and that's Derek Pratt, and you've seen him before, and he's great. Looks like his name is Lizzie Sparks today, and that's okay because we Lizzie have a lot Sparks. We today. We do. Well, and Lizzie <laughs> is usually all over the place. You never know where Lizzie's going to stand, yeah. and and if she's going to be a guy or a girl. And today I'm Vic. And then we also have, I drug in David Sparks because I, with being Vic today, I wasn't for sure if I could do the comments properly and get everything going. So David is going to be the social media coordinator. So he will be talking to you today on Facebook, Rumble, YouTube. We are also live on Twitch. And before the show, I was kind of commenting on the show before the show that if you need to find a different platform, if you're a Facebook watcher or if you're a Rumble Facebook watcher, a Rumble watcher, you might want to get a second platform because sometimes Facebook goes down and often YouTube will ban us for a week because one of us will say the bad thing. So just get a backup and, and your backup Rumble is always great for that. So, and yes, I see people are saying that um, I am identifying as Vic today, and that is my, I'm identifying as Vic today for sure. So, if anything goes wrong, it is my fault. There's no doubt about it. We can't blame Vic today because it'll be all my fault. And I see a lot of people coming in today. I see Michelle and Heather and Kimberly and Megan and Ben and Cindy and Annette and Trisha. Thank you so much for coming in today. And I appreciate that so much. The show is going to be wonderful. We have a really great, our first guest is going to be Jeremy Boyer. And if you are a St. Louis native, if you've ever lived in St. Louis, even if you don't live in St. Louis, you know how great great our sports programs are here. And Jeremy Boyer is the organist for both the St. Louis Blues and the St. Louis Cardinals. And and what I thought was so great when I really, really started to like him was during the 2019 Stanley Cup. And he's a hard, he, he he had a really hard act to follow. Ernie Hayes was the original 
person that was the organist and he was great so to come in his shoes that's really difficult kind of like me filling Vic's shoes you know I, I'm probably going to suck but I'm going to do the best I can oh you'll be fine today yeah he, he's so great so I'm filling in because he's busy doing a business thing but Jeremy Boyer is great and if you are a St. Louis person you're going to really appreciate talking to him and he will be up in just a moment, hopefully, and he will be on a queue. And uh, we have some other things coming up as well. We're going to talk about the whistleblower, some police officer incidents, the woke mob, of course. Derek is going to talk about the Pfizer building getting destroyed by a tornado. And we're also going to talk about toxic waste in the second hour. So we're going to come back after a brief sponsor break. We're going to talk about um, Jeremy after that. But right now, we're going to take a brief break and to honor our sponsors. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like Absolutely, does, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job. So make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. He Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800.
and we are back. If you see any of those sponsors that you need anything, they support our show and without them, we would not even be here. I know yesterday we were at Complete Auto Body and Repair and have started to take all of our cars there and they're great. They're, they're truly second to none. Their prices are better than anyone I've found and they're honest and they can get your vehicle in and out and they can give you um, a timely manner in which all of that is going to be done. Okay, so now we are going to start with our very first guest, and I'm really excited about him, and his name is Jeremy Boyer. And as I had said before, he is the organist for the St. Louis Blues and the St. Louis Cardinals, and he was even there during the 2019 Stanley Cup. Hey, Jeremy, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you even became the organist for the St. Louis Blues and the St. Louis Cardinals? Um, well, I, you know, Jeremy Boyer, uh, dad of three girls, and uh, uh, long story short, I started playing in college uh, for college baseball at Southeast Missouri State. Um, a friend of mine was an intern in Memphis for the Memphis Redbirds, and uh they needed an organist. She goes, yeah, I know somebody. And that was kind of my introduction to professional baseball and uh, started there and then uh, started taking lessons with Ernie Hayes and it just kind of worked out. And next thing I know, I'm playing in St. Louis, playing for the Blues and for the Cardinals. That's awesome. And so for anyone that doesn't know, Ernie Hayes was the organist for the St. Louis Cardinals and was he was the organist also for the St. Louis Blues, wasn't he? Yeah, he played for about 20 years for the Blues. That's awesome. And I thought so. I just didn't want to say anything incorrect. What Could you tell me a little bit about what you learned from Ernie? Um, a, lot of, a lot of just like the finer aspects of what you do to, you know, in-game, to entertain, to um, as a musician, um, how to polish my skills and how to uh, be a little bit better uh, musician, I guess, as well. What would you say is your very favorite incident and when you played? I think it would be obvious that it might be the 2019 Stanley Cup. Is that it or is there something else? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be right up there. You went in the Stanley Cup, especially the first in the team's franchise's history. You know, it was pretty awesome. Um, probably another one was, I think the... Uh, one of the key points to, that kind of led up to us winning the cup in 2019 was 2016. Um, and I think the second round of the playoffs, we played the Chicago Blackhawks who were kind of the monkey on our backs for a long time. Um, and we beat them in game seven. And when we did, uh, our game director had asked me to play a version of their goal song, but in a minor key to, uh, it was kind of like, I played it like kind of like a funeral dirge and, uh, Got a lot of heat from Chicago fans. I, about I that, bet you did. I bet you it did. It was pretty fun. It was kind of a funny moment. I bet that was really high up there. I bet that was really great. Joe, when you get a chance, if you could put up one of the videos of him actually playing whenever you get a chance, that would be great. You really get into the game. I love it. When you are actually playing, it's so cool because you're playing, but then the excitement of what you see in the game. Here's one of the videos right now.
If you are a St. Louis fan, that has got to give you chills, I think. I just think that is so exciting. Do you still get chills from just being there every day, or does it just become ho-hum? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fun, and, you know, you never know who you're going to see or what's going to happen, and uh, it's always a different thing every single night, and I love going to the ballpark or going to the arena and getting to be a part of that, and um, especially with sports, you know, you just never know. I mean... It's always something fun and something cool, and I love playing for it. That's great. What kind of organ is that? Uh, it's a Lowry uh, Prestige organ. This organ behind me is the same models like they have that I would play at Bush Stadium as well. Very good. And do you play at home a lot? Yeah, I practice and you know go through music and different things. Uh, I actually recorded an album here uh, last offseason before baseball called At the Pearly Gates of Baseball Heaven, and um, it's on pretty much every platform you could find right now amazon music itunes etc and uh recorded that here at home but uh it sounds just like it would be at the ballpark it's the same kind of organ that is very exciting at first i thought it was a hammond b3 is what i thought it was it sounds similar anyway derek what do you think when you go to a cardinal game do you think about the organ when you go uh actually uh i'm i'm Got mutual friends with Jeremy. Uh, we've never met personally, but uh, I follow him on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, follow Jeremy. Uh, he likes to troll other teams also. So uh, Jeremy, yes, yes, he is. Uh, he definitely trolls uh, uh, opposing teams. So it's uh, really fun. Um, but uh, reading some some of your um, um, your background, Jeremy, um, you're 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 a man of faith and everything. Um, and uh, how how old were you when you started? getting into uh being able to play with the, play at church and all that i know i know i think your grandmother was uh heavily involved in you when you were younger uh but uh um how, how did your faith and the organ come in together also um yeah my, my grandma had, had an organ she passed it to my mom when i was a kid and uh when i was about 12 years old i started playing at saint james catholic church in potosi missouri and uh that kind of was the beginning of it all really i, I loved playing the organ I was big into sports, so later on that marriage came together of uh, music and, and sports together. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been playing for church since I was 12. You know, I'm 43 now, so you can do the math. Um, still play at Mass every weekend and then some. I work full-time at St. Francis of Assisi Catholic Church in South County, St. Louis, um, and uh, provide all the music for their Masses and services. And for your local listeners, if you're wondering where St. Francis of Assisi is, that's in the Oakville area over on Telegraph, uh, my old stomping grounds when I was a kid. I believe uh, you also played uh, where I currently live, out in the Eureka area at one point, didn't you? Yeah, I played out there as well and uh, made it all over the city and uh, different places and played here and there. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to ask you, because I thought this was really interesting, I'm not Catholic, but uh, I, I was very, uh, like everybody else, very interested back in 1999 when the Pope came in town. And uh, I understand that uh, you were um, a little close uh, on stage, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and I believe, yep. didn't you get a nice blessing from the post- Pope or anything like that? Um, I was at um, the Mass and the evening service um in the choir so i got to uh sing right behind the stage where the pope was which is pretty awesome um it was definitely a god moment if you want to call it that where sure. you get the chills for sure and uh i was just 19 at the time um i had driven like i said i lived in potosi as a kid would drive to st louis to the cathedral to audition um 
made the choir and uh, would drive for rehearsals all the time. And it was worth it. It was such an awesome experience. And then uh, I think a couple years later, I was in college and we, we did a choir tour um, in Italy and uh, I got to go to the Vatican. I got to see him again over there. So pretty cool to get to see uh, now St. John Pope, St. Pope John Paul II on two different continents. Yeah, it was uh, back in 1999. I was a senior in high school, and uh, a bunch of friends of mine, uh, they were like, You're you just know, a baby. I'm, I'm a, You're a baby. <laughs> Jeremy's 43. I'm 42. Yeah, you, know, you guys are babies. We're 80s kids, so <laughs> yeah. as my children would say, we're ancient. Ancient. <laughs> ancient. <laughs> that I'm really ancient. <laughs> um, but, you know, that not being Catholic, but being a uh, in the moment of something huge, huge like that was just one thing that uh, I'll take and remember. Um, where I was at that day. So being that you were behind singing in the choir, uh, you, you know, it probably just made it even 10 times better than, than my experience. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. We did the mass that morning. And then one of my favorite memories is after the mass, they bust the choir down to the cathedral basilica in the central West end of St. Louis. And uh, uh, the pink uh, sisters, which we all talked about at that time, we were praying for good weather. This is January in St. Louis. And uh, when we got to the Basilica, there was a rainbow over the dome of the, the Basilica from our vantage point in the, the bus, which was really awesome. Oh, very cool. Uh, one other question I have you. It has nothing to do with anything else but uh, pure sports. Since we're in the same age group, uh, we probably have the same answers to this. But uh, who is your favorite Blues player and Cardinals player of all time and why? Oh, wow. Um, blues player uh, probably has to be... Um, Chris Pronger, um, I like his tenacity. I like the way that he played the game hard, and um, he was an MVP, of course, and could score too. But loved watching Chris Pronger. Of course, Brett Hull is awesome as well. Um, but you know, for the underrated category, I love Chris Pronger. Uh, blues player, I mean, Yadier Molina, uh, Scott Rowland, um, are two of my favorites for sure. Jim Edmonds. That uh, MV3 from 2004, 2006 era, uh, those guys are really great. So who was yours? Who was your favorites? Okay, so blues player, obviously everyone would say, you know, Brett Hall. Um, I, I, I will go with uh, Jeremy, and I will go more on the uh, defense side. I was a big fan of the huge checks, so Chris Pronger was a big fan fan favorite uh but brendan shanahan uh, even though he wasn't defensive brendan shanahan right, was one of right. my favorites i mean he could he could throw the body around uh but he could score um adam the uh, hall and oats uh hall and janney situation those were big times i don't know why those guys never won a yeah, stanley but, cup <laughs> but didn't shanahan go to the blackhawks uh no he red went to the red wings oh okay yeah red wings, red wings. i knew it was a, a, a rival of yeah the yeah the uh, the st louis red wings which is yeah. you know you know right. ha half right. of our team goes there right. uh as for cardinals um you can't get away from you know the yadier molina the adam wainwright uh pool holes situation i mean we grew up with them for 20 years i mean they were the bulk of our thing even though you know you and i growing up in the 80s everybody would say ozzy smith i mean everybody wanted to be ozzy smith if you grew up in the 80s yeah. if you played baseball you wanted to be the shortstop you know that was your that was your thing but uh um i don't know i i, I would probably say stick with your 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 three your trio that have been together for 20 years but my second would be definitely ozzy smith 
Well, my, my favorite cardinal for sure was Ted Simmons. For Halloween, I was Ted Simmons twice. I had to borrow my friend's uniform that was a guy and was Ted Simmons for Halloween two years in a row. Just I was so I think what, I had a little so crush on him. So what you're saying is you started the whole drag movement? I, I you, <laughs> you know what I never thought about that, but I was yeah, I guess I, I guess I was in transition as Lizzie a Lizzie started the whole ball rolling here. Right. Well well and, and when you think about that and you look at it in that way, I was such a tomboy that if things were today, they might have wanted me to be a transgender because I was totally a tomboy. <sighs> Being the brother of two sisters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only was, had a brother. There was a lot a of makeup being done around. I bet. Uh, yes, I uh, bet. Uh, I ar- bet. Around th- uh, Halloween, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's there, there was many sure. times where, so, uh, but uh, again, uh, you know, if you if you are, are a, a big fan of uh, the blues and the Cardinals and you enjoy the music that's played, uh, follow Jeremy Boyer on uh, all of his social media. I know TikTok. I'm definitely following you. I'm uh, following you on Facebook. Um, I believe you have Instagram too, correct? Yes. Instagram. And then one last question, because my uh, uh, my friend of mine asked me this question. He goes, he goes, does Jeremy take requests? And if so, how does that happen? That's a good yeah, question. I, I take requests. Um, you know, sometimes, I mean, it's got to fit the moment, of course. I can't just play any, you know, song ever, because sometimes little folks will ask for a song and it's super slow or not upbeat. And I'm like, that's not going to work. You know, it's got to be upbeat, that kind of thing. But, yeah, I'll take requests. Um, sometimes I'll see them on Twitter. If I get a break, to look over at Twitter and, um, or, you know, a message or something like that. Social media, sometimes I'll say, I'll say hey, Jeremy, could you play Taylor Swift? Because my daughter's here tonight, and she'd love to hear a Taylor Swift song. And I'll do it. You know, I mean, that's, I think, fun of the part of the fun of doing what I do is interacting with the fans and getting to uh, share music that they enjoy as well because I want to make sure that they have a good time. Okay, I got to ask a question. I don't want to ask it, but I have to ask it. Someone is asking me right now that when you go to the stadium, do you wear a bulletproof vest? <laughs> no, but I, I usually park as close as I can, and I get in and I get out. Okay. He did okay. say what? Yes, yeah, but, but, yeah, I think the but was there. I mean, and that's sad because it's such a great place to go, but you do have to, I'm saying the but, you have to worry about getting in and getting out. So, and, and, but should anybody not come to a game because of that threat? No, I don't think so. I mean, there's big crowds that come in and out, and there are, there is a police presence everywhere. You know, they're directing traffic on the streets, and, you know, just, just like anywhere, just be aware of your surroundings. Um, You know, don't be, doing silly stuff and you'll be fine that's great did you get a championship ring when they won that's what i want to know yeah i did you did i have i actually have a, a, a blues stanley cup ring and i have a cardinals ring from when they went to the world series in 2013 okay so that's pretty neat yeah. do you have them on your fingers now <laughs> i don't we you want don't? to see them i didn't i didn't wake up wake up put them on this morning. <laughs> that is so funny. as a true blues fan you just don't wake up and throw that thing on there <laughs> yeah i own one of those great? things i'd be walking around all day going yeah see <laughs> see what i i would be too i'd be see like what look I what i got look what i got uh, yeah. that is so uh, awesome one that question uh bendy asked um jeremy uh, is your uh, first of all is your organ turned on behind you uh it's not at the moment uh, oh man ben- does it have to warm up <laughs> No, not usually. Bindi was asking if uh, there was something that you could turn around and play for the uh, the cancel this audio uh, audience. Um, 
Give it a second here. Maybe we'll <laughs> okay, maybe it can just warm up for a second. Yeah, because we don't want him to leave without no, at no, least playing a little you gotta, ditty on I there. Say, you got to have a little something. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, oh, look, the lights turned on and all of that. That's exciting. Yeah. Exciting. So what is your favorite? Now, now, I kind of dissed St. Louis a little bit, and I didn't mean to because I absolutely love St. Louis. What yeah. is your favorite thing besides the Cardinals and the Blues about St. Louis? Um, there's so much to do around St. Louis, and a lot of it's free or doesn't cost very much, which is kind of, I think, unique to St. Louis because any other city you go to, it's not free or cheap. Correct, correct. Um, so, I mean, Forest Park's beautiful. I love going out there. <coughs> um, definitely lots of uh, places to eat, good, good, you know, venues for entertainment. You have the Fox. You have the Muni. We're going to go to the Muni in uh, about a week, I think, to watch a show with my daughters, and uh, I can't wait for that. You know, you have, of course, you have the sports. Um, lots of things to do, lots of variety. Very good. All if right. you're ever in the St. Louis area, uh, definitely recommend the zoo he was talking about. Uh, For sure. We are the, uh, I believe, the f- only, free, only, free, only zoo. free zoo. Only free zoo. And we zoo. have the second largest zoo in the country. Correct. So Correct. Um, if, it's you're a, great. if you're a fan of animals or you have kids, um, definitely come to the St. Louis Zoo if you're in town. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of lot of good things about St. Louis. I know my son lives in St. Louis, and the taxes are a little bit higher, but there, it almost levels itself out that people don't realize because your utility bills are less expensive, the trash is less expensive, and it's it really isn't as scary as people think to be there. No. Uh, one of the uh, listeners said that we should come up with an intro song. Jeremy should come up with an intro, intro Could song you do for, that? for Lizzie. Yeah. Well, and, well, and not just for me. It's we are looking for a new intro song because we just have like a generic info one right now. And we're looking for a new one. So could you put your thinking cap on and maybe make us one? That would be great. I can think on that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Okay, well, we love it. Okay, well, now we're putting you on the spot before you leave. Well, actually, before you start playing, is there anything you want to add to us or anything you want to tell us? I don't think so. I appreciate you having me on this morning, and uh, Cardinals are playing good. Hopefully, they keep playing well, and hopefully the Blues kick off with a great season this year and have a, a turnaround season and play really well. Well, That's it's supposed great. to be sunny back here in uh, in St. Louis this year, so... Uh, yeah. For all of you yep. fans, uh, Oscar Sunquist is back in town, so Woo. it'll be sunny in St. Louis again. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, could you take us out with sure. playing, please? We would love that. Okay. Here comes Jeremy. Here he comes. <laughs> I'm like geeking out here because you're like this celebrity that probably people ask me who's my favorite celebrity. You are. You are. I appreciate it. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you so much, Jeremy, and have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Oh, 
that was so, you know I really am geeking out about that. Well, I'll tell you what. If you listen to the song, and if you are a St. Louis uh, fan of sports, I believe that song is played at the uh, the baseball game more than anything. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, that's kind of one of those filler filler, filler songs. songs. Think, yes, but. yes. That was so great. And any of you that are not from St. Louis, we are a podcast that is not. We're based in St. Louis, but we're a national podcast. So if there is any celebrity in your town that you're interested in having, hit us up. You can hit my DM or you can hit cancelthisshow.com and you can go straight to an area there that you can get to the show and tell us who you want on. There was a lot of people that have asked me to have him on and we we finally got around doing it and I'm like geeking out. I'm so excited he was on. So excited. Yeah. It was it, a great day. It, it's one of those things that if you go to uh, not only the Cardinals games or anything um, or the Blues games, but uh, these, these musicians are very... Uh, they're they're dwindling a lot. Of, a lot of teams are turning to more of a, a digital uh, digital music, like a DJ or anything like that. So having having a live musician on a live organ uh, or piano or whatever is is it's it, rare. It's rare these it, days. It gives you that extra little bit more. I think so. Kind of makes it uh, that family friendly environment because you have you have a real live person pepping the crowd up. I agree. When when you go to a game, whether it's a Cardinals game or a game somewhere else, I think it's cool that the players have a walk-up song and and it's their identity, but that hometown feel with a St. Louis or wherever town you're in, native playing for you at a game. I just think that's really great. Yeah, and and fun fact because you know my wife tells me I'm full of useless knowledge. Um, really, I'm with two of you like that <laughs> with a whole brain of useless knowledge. That really, but that's why I, you, you got to bring that useless there, knowledge out. There's a lot of people that when they hear what we considered the Budweiser Clydesdale song, yes, there's a name to that song. Mm-hmm. It's called "Here Comes the King." Oh yeah, "Here and Comes they, the King." Here that's comes a great song. Um, a lot of people are like, "What? What is the name of that song?" You know, looking for it, and it, it is called "Here Comes the King." Yes, I didn't even know until I was researching Jeremy that that's what the name of that song is and yeah. what the background. I've just lived here my whole life that I just heard it and just knew it was part of St. Louis culture, but I didn't know what the background of that song was. Correct. Yep. So that was really an awesome, awesome little segment there with him. I like him even more than I thought I would. He is just a great human, and I like that he, you know, puts God in the forefront for him too and i i think it's beautiful well i mean you know even if you don't you know you're not enriched in faith and everything and i know vic talks about his faith and and everything um you know having god in the center yes um, it always makes everything easier i mean life is not going to be easy correct it gives you a peace having having god in the center of your life uh, you know putting him there it definitely gives you that peace of mind i i would agree i would agree and i don't know for me it necessarily makes it easier but it makes a hard situation easier to manage because it does give you that peace unless you have two daughters well, and in my case, unless you have four daughters and a son. No, so, I, I stop, yeah, I stopped yeah. at three. That's why I color my hair because it's fully gray from my children. But just, you know, you know, that's what happens to you. But okay, so we're going to go on another topic and we're going to talk about the whistleblower. And do you know anything about the whistleblower? Do you know what's going on with that? And it was on TV all day yesterday. I'll be honest with you. I Yes, I follow a little bit of that. I'm getting so exhausted from Me too. all the TV crap. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, it, it's very two-sided. So, it, correct, you know, what, correct. What, what's good for one is not good for all. Uh, and in this situation, it's Hunter Biden. I mean, really, you think of it, you know, if this was any of Donald Trump's kids, oh, my God, we'd be 
blowing the White House down. Correct. Because, you know, the last name is different. Um, A lot of things confuse me about this. Uh, It seems like, you know, a typical government... I'm going to use cover-up. I don't know if we can use that word, but it kind of sounds like a cover-up. You can use that word. Because the DOJ has been pushing this so, kind of kicking the football so long that the statute of limitations for some of this has ran out. Right, I'm sorry. If you're, you know, if, if I didn't pay my taxes... Five, six years, seven years, there is no statute of limitations. Right, they would come and get you for sure. There's <laughs> no not, doubt about we're not it. Talking, we're not talking millions either. You know, if, if I had thousands of dollars that I had to pay, they'd lock me up. Right. Do you think this is a distraction to what's going on really? This is not Friday, because, so we can't I, well, really talk I mean, about it, <laughs> conspiracies. It, it is, but yeah, I do. Yes. Um, well, what I've learned about distractions is the whole thing with Donald Trump that's been going on from the beginning, that Russia, 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 indictment, indictment, indictment. The left and people that are nefarious, they will call out first. They will literally be telling on themselves. They're literally telling you what they're doing. So if somebody goes out and blasts somebody on the internet or blast somebody on TV or blast somebody not all the time but I'd say a big portion of that time is that they're really telling you what they're doing and they're getting out ahead of it and causing it a distraction and you can see that with the left that there's a lot of things that are going on that's a distraction now this thing here with the whistleblower I think it's good people trying to come forward and tell the truth I think this is a little bit different but do you think anything's, even though it's all starting to come to light, I'm not sure anything's going to happen with it. Uh, it's for, designed not to have uh, something happen to it. And why is it, David? Why is it designed to, for that? So I was listening to somebody from Heritage Foundation. Jim Talent was on talking to somebody. And his response is, there's really not much that we can do. And it's not, it's not for a criminal aspect that they're going to be taking him down. They're more looking for political capital at this point. Yes, it's a cover-up. Yes, it's, uh, I think Ziegler was talking about the information they put forward was definitely shot down by the higher-ups. So they're trying to shut down the the higher-ups within the IRS or the DOJ or any of those, those parties. And, you know, listening, listening to how he had framed it, it's, it makes more sense. They really can't do anything about it because, as you said, statute of limitations is, is definitely in, in effect here. They would love to take down Hunter. Because they want to take down Joe. Because they want to take down Joe. Um, we've seen this play out time and time again. Hillary, same thing. I mean, you've got the Haitian children. You've got 50-some-odd you know, people that have mysteriously suicided themselves. 33,000 emails that poof. Yeah, poof. Right. Just right. gone. And, as you said, change the name. If you got Trump. Donald Jr. would be in, in cuffs, paraded all over the place, and basically locked away in Gitmo. They'd reopen everything up just for the Trump family. Uh, but, one, yeah. but in that situation, yes, it, it's, it's definitely two-sided. And when you were saying something about, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's more, uh, I think it's more of a distraction. Right. It's, it's, it's one of those I things. I do, too. It's a deflection, not it's a, a distraction. That's it's a right. Deflection. It's a deflection. So, so it's kind of like, you know, don't pay attention to what I'm doing. This guy over here is really bad, right? And right. you know, pay attention to what he's doing. Yeah. But what I found interesting, if you kind of look back at how Hunter Biden came to be who he, who and what he is right now, um, some of those people before um, he worked in the Clinton uh, the Clinton era. Yes. Uh, he worked. He was appointed. 
Um, he was appointed by George W. Bush for something. Uh, right. It's like right. So it's it, it, when Trump talks about draining the swamp, the swamp is so deep. Correct. And they're so intertwined. It's a little nepotism. Oh, there. you think? <laughs> I mean, it's it's it, it's it, it's very deep. You know, it goes all the way back to the Bushes, the Clintons, the Obamas. So, you know, in a way, I kind of I know this is going to sound weird. I kind of don't blame Hunter. He's been given the the keys to the kingdom. And he's taking advantage of it. Correct, because that's what happens. That's that's what happens in human nature. Sure. I mean, you know, I I, I would be lying to say that if somebody didn't hand me the keys to the the Ferrari, <laughs> I'm going to drive it. But you little know, Ferris Bueller. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ferris. I, I'm old enough. I can do that. One. <laughs> yeah. That's but, right. You know, but it, it, yeah, I kind of don't blame him in a little bit, but. Well, and, and he was probably abused. And this is just an opinion. When you hear about his sister and read the diary, there was a lot of abuse there. And when you hear him on tape talking about his dad, I think he's talking in a very entitled way to go to what you're saying. He will be like, well, my dad's going to let me do it. And my dad's going to let me do this. So he's a spoiled brat, that is, but is also a neglected spoiled brat. And you can be both. And that's toxic. Is this toxic. probably screaming for attention? He is screaming for attention. You know that to be true. In and, and in, it's in the wrong way. Yeah, in the wrong way. And in the meantime, they're hurting so many people with all that. And I know that Aaron was saying on the chat line that um, Marjorie Taylor Greene was really killing it yesterday. I mean, she was. She was killing it, telling people what was going on. She even tried to show a picture, and the picture must have been so graphic. With I couldn't see the picture, so it was, it was edited. As I say, it was, was it, it edited? was an edited uh, picture, uh, naked picture, I believe. Yes, they they had spots in the right spots. Correct. So you it couldn't was a small see spot, it, but it was you know. But you knew what it was, right? You knew what it was. Well, yeah. And so she was getting so angry about it and showing it was making everybody there feel so uncomfortable and so then AOC comes out later and tries to debunk that and I think that's interesting with her character and in one way AOC I don't agree with her politics at all but the one thing I do admire about her is you know where she stands you know what she thinks you know what she stands and you know that she now thinks that human trafficking nah, not that big of a deal not that big of a deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. It is a huge deal, but she doesn't think so. Oh. It's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. And this even just sheds more light with everything going on with the movie Sound of Freedom and all of that, that there is a segment of our political world that they're part of it and they don't They're sick care. and depraved. They are sick and depraved. Yeah. But yeah, they're sick and depraved. Well, it's kind of one of those situations where, you know, those who live in glass houses... <laughs> Right. Yeah. Don't, right. Yeah. Those right. who live in glass houses don't throw stones. And the problem is, is you know, going back to the swamp, it doesn't. You know, I tell people all the time. Yes, I, I, I lean very conservative. Uh, you know. Right. And, and, Me too. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I will tell you this: it doesn't matter if you have an R next to your name, a D or an I. Correct. You, you look up politician in the dictionary, and it says criminal, <laughs> because right. they're all in it together. You know, it's you know they give you that nice face in the front. But I guarantee you, once the uh, cameras turn off, they're all sitting there and together with a scotch or whatever, laughing at us because right, right. we're the idiots. Right. We, we are kind of we're idiots. kind of the idiots because we keep voting them in. We do, and we're like useful idiots to them for mm -hmm. some, and Very then for so. other, they just want us gone because we're taking the breath and the resources, and that's why many of them are so pro-abortion, is because we are these peons that are completely getting in their way, and they want us gone. Hey, Joe, I got a question for you. Uh, that uh, that YouTube video with Senator Kennedy, 
he was being interviewed on Fox and Friends, and Senator Kennedy, uh, in his eloquence of everything, he said it exactly like everybody is thinking. Oh, I love him. Um, it, he refers to um, uh, using the facility. So if you can, if you got a minute to play that, that'd be great. Limited through the Robinson Walker LLC. So total transfers from State Energy HK to uh, Walker was three million. Three million. Was there a hundred? That's the uh, no. It's the one with um, uh, Senator Ted Kennedy. Uh, sent that. Uh, if not, that's a big deal. Basically, let me let me paraphrase while Joe's trying to find this one. He basically said, if you're using the facilities and the water keeps boiling up in the right? toilet, yes, there comes to a point to where you kind of look down at your shoes and go, uh oh. Yep, I'm standing in yeah, it. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm literally standing <laughs> exactly. in it. Exactly. Yeah, is this a, is it right here. This, this is, is it right here. Video. here it oh, is. it's a ten minute video. Yeah, okay, I don't know where to start. D- don't worry about it then. But yeah, in in basic, you know, in in John Kennedy, you know, rhetoric and everything, he basically said, you know, if you're using the facility and the water keeps flowing up, you're eventually going to stand in it, and it, yeah. it's going to get messy. And it is going to get messy. Th- this is one hundred percent. This is where Merrick Garland is right now. He's um, about exactly. shoe deep in it, and he needs to put his boots on. Right, and his boots need to be really high. I would say waiters. Really, really I, I would high say waders boots. would be what he yes. needs. Yeah, because, I'm thinking full uh, scuba for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, full scuba. Yeah, full scuba. Yeah, yeah. Get, get the tanks mm-hmm. and everything because this is going to get so deep that you know you're not going to be able to breathe after it's all said and done. And you, you know, it's so frustrating because you know that there's so much that is happening and they're bringing it out and like yesterday was good entertainment it was boring but in the same case it was good entertainment and in the end you're like okay what's going to come of this anyway is anything going to come of it yeah i'm the weirdo that liked the six hours to to watch it and what did you like about it david i mean what was i like the honesty of ziegler and shafley it's basically what they were stating is and they were asking people to please request the documents that they were referring to because they had not requested those documents. And when, how hard would it be to get those documents? Uh, apparently very easy. Really? Like, is it one All piece the foreign of paper? currency exchanges, all of the... No, it's, it's multiple reports. But they've got all these documents ready to go. They just have to be requested. And I wonder why they haven't requested them yet. You wonder. Laziness? You, well, you're right. A lot of it could just be laziness. And the other one, people are have a fear to step up. Because when you step up in any situation, you're going to get attacked. And people are afraid of getting attacked. It's not pleasant. So they don't. And so they sit back and, and they don't do anything. Well, I mean, you know, election year. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, election year. Like, you don't yeah, want to step in it before you get elected. Correct, um, correct. I did like one of the representatives who was actually a Democrat was making the point that I think we all want to make. It, it basically accepted, oh, yeah, Hunter was involved in this hunter did this hunter did that and he kept on saying that over and over but joe was not but joe was not right but joe was not not. hunter might be involved but joe is not and that's what they're trying to prove is they're trying to get the two of that together they're trying to get the hunter receiving the money and obviously he's putting it all towards you know his kids grandkids sisters in laws as i say the white stuff i was going to say in the nose going up the stuff in the white house yeah right right Absolutely. It's all going up his nose. Well, one of the things that I found really interesting uh, about the, one of the whistleblowers is, you know, people are going to make this a political situation. Of course they are. Absolutely. One of, the, one of the whistleblowers right. is a gay Democrat. Yes. Yes. I mean, how can you be completely an opposite, opposite of, you know, 
of what the narrative would be. You know, they're saying, oh, these are, you know, probably, you know, hardcore Republicans that are going after him and so on and so forth. Nope. Mm, one of them is a gay Democrat. And so, how do you think his life is going to be after that for stepping up? Do you think that he literally needs security I around the clock? I think what he needs to do is make a video that says that he feels uh, uh, fine and, and there's no issues with him. And right. you can read into what I'm saying. I don't if, I, I don't own any guns. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not right. going to take a walk at 3 o'clock in the morning yes. in the middle of the street. I'm not, and I'm not going to be undead. I'm not friends that. with Hillary Clinton. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. And get that all out for, for sure. Absolutely. Well, I get to, I mean, this is probably going to keep going on for a little bit. And it's very interesting. And hopefully, 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 and praying that Hunter and Joe get caught. But then I, I've also see some of the listeners are saying that that is the timing is interesting because they're not going to bring Joe Biden back. Like they're going to bring up somebody else, whether it would be Newsom or, or Michelle Michael or whoever. Uh, Whitmer. Whitmer. Yeah, Whitmer. Yeah, Whitmer. And you wonder if this is not being brought up to try and pressure um, the Democrats to stop trying to go after Trump. Oh no 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 no! I think that, I honestly, think so. I personally think that you know there's an axe that their they, their axe is so sharpened, mm -hmm. and they want to grind it so hard that if you know yeah. if, if Trump jaywalked, yes, across the street, they're going to try to get him on something because they they can see what's going on. They can see that every time they fire an arrow at him, while it might they, they miss it might well even if it it might glance on him right. You know, his popularity and, it, you know, he surges. He does He so, does surge. He yeah. absolutely surges. And I know I met someone the other day that they're from Florida and they love Ron DeSantis. They love him, but they want him to be the president. But in 2000, you know, what, 28, 28. And so they want Trump back in, even though they love DeSantis. They actually love DeSantis more than they love Trump. Is but it because he seems presidential? No. And, and that's, it's well, kind yes, of a weird, it's kind that of a weird be, word. That, you know, that could be, but I, they love what they've done for his their state. Sure. Where they didn't lock it down and all of that, and that's why they like it. But the reason why they want Trump to be the president the next time before DeSantis coming in is he knows where all the bodies are buried. Sure. He now knows, and hopefully he's learned from the mistakes that he kept people in there. He can come in and he can just clean house this time because he knows what's yeah. going on. And I, li I like the fact that Trump is a kind of a, a kick you in the teeth kind of guy. Yeah, he's, he's a counterpuncher. Very much so. But, you know, I as much as a Trump supporter as I am, somebody take the Twitter away from him a well, little I bit. You know, bring, I said it that down, yesterday. bring it down a notch. I did. I said that yesterday, <clears throat> that when he was on the town hall with Sean Hannity, he was very presidential, and he looked like a president that knew what to say. Now, I like the tweeting. I like all that crazy stuff. I like the bombastic behavior because I think it puts people off guard, but I know just as many people who do not. So if he could bring it in and be more presidential and not do all the tweeting. Now, I'm not saying I have a problem with any of that, but many people cannot get past that. So if he would just put that package in and be more presidential and still be the kick-ass guy that he is and scare all the foreign, you know, the foreign dictators and the foreign leaders, we're going to get somewhere again when he gets elected. And I'm saying when because I want to be positive about it. I don't want to be the, the person that goes, he's not going to get elected. He's not going to get elected. And, he, and, and heck knows, he probably isn't because they're going to cheat. They're going to cheat, 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 cheat. But I hope, my gosh, will we wake the hell up and, and, and stop all this and find out a way to 
get at that cheating. I'm not saying to cheat exactly, but what I'm saying is to fight the way they fight because conservatives are just too damn nice. We are. We're too nice. We don't. We don't fight fire with fire. We don't fight fire with fire. And, and we that, don't. And that's the problem. And I th- and I don't know if it's the fact that we were we we we're raised with uh, you know a bit of you know respect for others. I think you know, that's and respect, true. And respect for other people's opinion, even though you know we all know what opinions are. Correct. And we all Correct. have one. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's one of those things to where if somebody disagrees with me, okay, that's fine. It's not going right. to change my opinion. Correct. And, I Correct. Sh- and we're okay with other people's opinion. And I'm not going to change their opinion. Right. That's the thing. Right. And, and, but the fact is that liberals do not like when you actually bring facts to them. Yes. And, and the fact that you have these these people that are out there just, you know, saying that this is a, a witch hunt or anything like that. Uh, I believe it was, uh, and, and I'm not old enough for this one, but one of the... Uh, Why are you looking at me? No. Well, I mean, you guys Look are a little bit older. You might be able to pull this one out of your hat. quite as old no, to your not. No, you're not. No, you're not. But we're much older than you. It was, yeah. one, it was one, of the, um, one of the old gangsters. They couldn't get him on all of the other charges. And Capone. They, Capone. They got him on tax yes. evasion. Tax yes, evasion. tax evasion. This is the only thing that can stick. This is the thing. You know, yes, we have, this is it. We have him dead to rights pretty much yeah so exactly. why can't they make you know they why can't they make it stick and i think yeah, that's I the reason that ziegler was so ticked off was because they could not once they, they had pushed forward the charges and then it was basically slow walked and then actually just wiped out completely by the higher ups well i think it was definitely the slow walk that yeah. that changed a lot of that yeah. but you know because he made that statement he's like I, that's what set me off that's what made him angry i don't blame yes, him yes no. and and trump did people are having a lot of opinions on the chat line today like terry saying that trump did a good job on hannity and i totally agree and i've kind of not watched hannity as much lately just been so busy and that sort of thing but i really like the town halls that hannity has and trump really showed that he can keep it together I mean, uh, he, he, can, he seemed uh more Presidential. presidential yes i, I hate I using so that too. word because technically you're not presidential until you're the president right and he uses media really well where some people think that trump hates the media and i think he hates them in the fact that he knows that they lie the mainstream media not the offshoots like cancel this and there's a lot of other great shows too that really get the real message out he likes those like i know he likes sean hannity and he likes a lot of people on fox and he likes newsmax and oan and all of that so he likes it for the fact he can get his message out but he also knows most of them are almost close to criminal so he's got a love-hate relationship with the media media is just you know they're they're holding the can they are holding the can they absolutely are holding the can and it doesn't matter who they're holding the can for they're holding the can because as long as they walk the line play the game they keep their job correct and you know guys like tucker carlson he, he don't. Didn't, he, he, didn't don't hold, he didn't play the game. He didn't hold the can, and right. that's why they attacked him and they went after him because Correct. they were scared of what he was going to say or do. What he was going to say next. He didn't go yeah, with the Fox exa- narrative. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I like a lot of what Fox says, but they do have so much they'll let you say. They'll go just right up to the edge, and then the videos did him in. The videos of J6 is he wasn't stopping. He was not stopping. Tucker knew what was going on. Fox would not let him play. So I think at that point is when they really started to get in a battle. Like a, a bat. There might have been more battles behind the scenes because there always is. But I think that was the beginning of the end or the end of the end. Sure. For that matter, I think so. And, and and you know if you if you catch him in the on the on his Twitter deals, I mean he's 
you, you can tell right there, you know, he's got the smile. He's free and he loves, he loves it. it. He loves it. There he's is something. Passion. Yeah, there is something to be good about. He's That's why about. I really like cancel this. We can say whatever we want. You can curse if you want. You can not curse if you want. The only thing you can't do on this show is there's just a few buzzwords because it'll take us down. Yep. We have to say cupcake and we have to say, you know, unalive and yeah. things like that. But somebody, somebody slipped up early. Yeah, I, did, I, yeah. I didn't warn our social media coordinator today not to use that word. <laughs> But you know what? I used it yesterday too. So, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, and it didn't take us down. But I think if Let's you say see, YouTube will be gone tomorrow. Yes, I mean, and, and we are, and you have to be careful because a show like ours is reported all the time. Like we know that we get our platforms reported over and over and over and over. So you just have to play the game and scoot it around. But the truth still has to come out. So it has to come out. Is this one of these situations where we need to bring uh, George Carlin back from the dead? Yes. Right? Yes. I was just saying it's, that it's, the it's other the new, day. It's yes. the, he needs to do another thing you can't say on the internet now. Yes, right. Exactly. Right. I mean, and he was telling the truth long before I knew I understood it because he's he's older than me. But wow, did he tell us early on what was going on? What's funny is the what's the the deadly the six deadly words that you can't say on radio? Yeah. Are now basically appropriate for everything except radio still right right, right. however yeah. there's a whole list and it's probably double the size of things you can't say on the internet and there and what's correct. weird is correct. there are ev- they are everyday normal words that you could use in a right. conversation correct right. correct These are not offensive words not at, at all, all. Yeah. right not at all so you know this kind of brings us into something that's offensive and one of the things that's very offensive to me was the blm movement I really did not like that for two reasons. My, you know, my family is very multicultural, and I want my children to be on an even playing field. I don't like the black people in my family to get treated better than the white people, and so on and so forth. And I found it very offensive on how there was an attack for the police. And so I'm always hesitant to say anything negative about police. Now, I have a friend that we went to her son's graduation, and she's very disturbed. Her husband was um, a, a police officer. He's now retired, and her son is going to be a police officer. And she's very concerned at the state of police today. So when you, the children, I shouldn't say children, but they're children to me, that are going in the police academy are not getting the training that, say, 10 years ago were because they're now just like our military they're dealing with woke ideology they're dealing with pronouns they're dealing with how to, to deal with a transgender different than someone else and also this struck me as something I didn't even think about is if you have a child that's say 19, 20, 21, 22 and they are say on the spectrum and they do something wrong for example there was and I'm not even going to play the video there's two videos that have, keep getting sent to me And they're showing the police doing something wrong. And the reason I won't play the videos, and I know that they'll be disappointed that I don't play them, is when you play the videos of police officers doing something wrong, it incites more hate towards the police. But what's happening is our police these days are not trained the way that they were. Our military is not trained in the way that they were. They're having to deal with pronouns, and they're having to deal with the LGBT community and all of that and they're having to deal with people that have mental illness or on the spectrum differently and where I'm going with that is there was two incidents in about the last month that police officers did not make good decisions one is in North County 
And that was a decision that uh, someone was driving when they got out. Now, I know there's always more more sides to a story. Is this the one in Breckenridge? Yes, okay. yes. And that's, yes, the one in Breckenridge. And so for any of you that want to look that up, it, you can find it in SDL um, today. And you can also find it, I believe, in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Uh, the Post-Disgrace. Post, yes, exactly. So that's why I'm not playing it. Because there is a lot of untruths towards police officers there. And I don't have both sides of the story. But it looks like that a police officer there, when the person didn't stop right away and they got out of their car, they beat the hell out of him and his face is all bruised and all of that. And then there's another incident that happened in O'Fallon, Missouri, where on a in, at a park, a little three-year-old was there with mom and dad and sister. And all of a sudden they were sitting there watching him. And then all of a sudden a 19-year-old that apparently they find out later was on the spectrum, walked up, grabbed the child off of the playground and started French kissing him. So, as a parent, here's my here's my first question on that one. Yes. What? What? I don't believe that the situation because I read. Yes. I re, you yes. sent me this, and I read. Yes. This. Uh, yes. A 19 year old, especially on the uh, heavily on the spectrum. Yes. And and. and I can't speak about stuff like that because my children are not on the spectrum. Correct, I agree. But I have friends that have children uh, that are different, different points on the spectrum. Right. And, and everyone is a little bit different. But first of all, the parents of the three-year-old, why weren't they in with at least an arm's reach? I well, mean, and that's what the police officer said. The police officer did say that. Why were you not in arm's reach. And I agree with that wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. And I think that should have been said, but also they did some victim blaming. Yes, the parents should have been in arm's reach. You don't put a three-year-old, not these days, that far away, and it was starting to get dusk, but nothing happened to the 19-year-old originally because he was on the spectrum. But say if you or David or Joe or Vic went up to a little kid, regardless if the parents were in reach and started French kissing the kid, you'd be in jail so fast, you'd be hauled off. But because the kid was on the spectrum, they're not going to do anything. So the parents were very upset with the police. But then they got in the car and they went to the main police station and something did get done. And so my whole point to all this is is police training. There's so much going on and there's always two sides, of course, to every story. Sure. And people want to talk bad about the police and these situations probably had a little bit of situations the police could have done it better. My point to that is research that on your own because I'm, I'm not going to say that the police were right or wrong in this because I wasn't there. I'm not going to say that the parents were right or wrong, but do your own research. And if you really think the police officers are wrong, then we can't defund them. And the reason why we cannot defund them is when you defund them the first thing they take away is proper training and the only training they're getting right now is this DEI and LGBT and pronoun training and they're spending so much time with that now and they're spending so much time on how to deal with children with special needs and I think there is a different way that you should handle that I, speaking of that I, I you know this is a, a plug for a friend of mine uh, she runs a non-for-profit called the synapsery I've not ever heard of that her name is Terry Deloge um, she is uh, she lives in the uh, the um, the Rockwood community okay okay um, matter of fact she ran for uh, the Rockwood School Board uh, two elections ago, and her uh, her biggest thing was getting uh, getting in the hands of first responders. Uh, and the synapsery is um, S Y N A P S O R Y the the synapsery. And the uh, her name is 
Terry Deloge. Um, I, I, I've worked with her on different occasions. If you are a first responder, police officer, uh, firefighter, uh, uh, EMS, uh, paramedic, what she provides through her um, her 503C is uh, they're they're calming kits. So it's like um, one of those like back drawstring backpacks that you you would mm-hmm, run around mm-hmm. with. And just throw a t-shirt or whatever in. So she fills it with uh, different uh, objects, uh, sensory objects. So uh, for all of you parents out there with younger kids, those little poppets. Yes, uh, Or yes. the fidget spinners or different things like that. So uh, what I've learned, not having a child on the spectrum or anything like that, is you have to... Uh, approach these individuals differently very much so yes yes. because they they don't know how to react or interact correct as someone else absolutely so absolutely what i've learned from her and talking with uh you know a friend of mine uh sergeant and the uh, ellisville police department um he he uh, he worked with them, and the, the police department in ellisville has a bag in every car has a bag on every fire truck and a bag, I believe, on every ambulance. Mm-hmm. So if they ever encounter uh, an individual, uh, you know, kid all the way up to an adult that has sure, that is on sure. the spectrum, they have some ways of coping. And and what, like you were saying, you know, they're worried about the uh, you know DEI, LGBTQ, yes, yes. LMNOP, and all this other pronoun crap, uh, especially for the fact that. You're not getting enough qualified people to... To even come to be a police officer. They're taking people that are not of the same quality. And I don't mean that any person is more important than the other, but they used to have people that came in with degrees in criminal justice and a long background. Now they're taking a kid right out of high school because they have to, that have not maybe the cleanest background. So we're getting police officers that are not as well trained. And this is literally a mom of a police officer telling me to get that word out, that there is some problems in our police department today because of the BLM movement. It goes all the way back to that, that it's hurting our it's hurting our society when we defund our police. Well, and not just that, you know, um, growing up as a, as a kid, my parents always instilled, you know, listen to the officer. Absolutely. If you get pulled over, you put your hands on the steering wheel. Yes, yes sir, I still tell you that to no, my kids. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, Yes. Complete respect. They're humans yeah. just like we they are. They are humans. And, 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 and they're and, very reasonable if you're not angry. Because I got my first ticket. I had said this on the show the other day. I had gotten my first ticket. And got. I've gotten pulled over, but I've never gotten a ticket. But the police officer was very nice. I couldn't talk my way out of it. I tried like I normally do. And he wasn't giving it to me because you don't have a front license plate on. And we're nailing people with license plate issues. Which where is where was that at so I don't drive there? That was in St. Charles <laughs> County. Right. Yes. And, and St. Charles County is cracking down on license plate issues. But you know what? So is St. Louis City. And all over the country, I do notice that police officers are now trying to crack down. I think it's been far enough away from 2020 that that we're going to give a break. Well, we have to get ready, speaking of a break, that we're going to go on a break right now, just a very short break. It's We're going to honor our sponsors. And please don't go away during that period of time. Look at any of our sponsors or still comment amongst yourself. And when we come back, we're going to talk about toxic 
water. And we're going to do that with Trisha Burns. She's going to be on our video chat. And when we come back, think of questions, any of you that are listening. And as a reminder, our show is Cancel This, and you can go to cancelthisshow.com. And on there, you can make comments, you can donate, you can share the show, I, you know, share, share, share the show, make comments, hit the smash, you know, smash the like button. And we will be back in just about two minutes. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314 276 sold. That's 314 276 7653 or 5. Find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. And we are back. 
Today has been really fun. We are here with Derek Pratt, David Sparks, and Pro Joe keeping us all going. And Vic Faust is out today. He's doing business things, but he will be back tomorrow. Praise God. I hope I don't embarrass him too much. And I'm usually doing social media, and today I am hosting the show, and I am aware that I am not as good as Vic, and he is the best of the best, but I feel honored to even be in his place for a day. You're doing great, Lizzie. Thank you. I appreciate that. Doing the, doing the best I know how, have been learned from some of the best. And tomorrow, we're going to be doing some really great things tomorrow, too. We got some surprises in store for you because it's free for all Friday, probably my favorite day of the week because the politics just get so heavy and I talk to people every day that want to be on the show and they share their story and it, you know how hurt that they are with some of the things that are going on and I appreciate hearing all of those and we keep them up but tomorrow's a day will be a little bit free of that and speaking of free of that we're going to get ready to have a guest and her name is Trisha Burns and she is a state state representative and she's going to be talking about some toxic water that's in the state of Missouri but keep in mind her story is very similar to the toxic water that is happening all over the United States and no one is doing anything about it no one is talking about it and when Trisha comes in, she and I are going to be talking about a situation I knew 40 years ago, and she's just now the freedom fighter that is going to try to take it on. And whenever you try to take anything on, you piss people off and you get haters and you get haters that are even in your own party because of personality conflicts or because you're saying something that they're not. And she's going to bring it home and talk about that. And so, Joe, whenever she comes on, oh, here, there she is. There she is. Hi hey, there. Trisha, how are you? I was, oh, good. Good. I was just telling our listeners a little bit about how that you're one of the very few freedom fighters that are actually fighting for toxic water but something i haven't said yet is it's not the same as fighting for political reasons there is some issues in a different city that is going on due to political reasons tell us why you're fighting and where it is and a little bit about you and we can go on from there Okay. Well, I was just elected to the House of Representatives. This was my first session that I just finished. And the reason why I ran is my child, when um, he was 15 years old, he's still happy and he's healthy now. Um, He had a very rare cancer. If there's documentation on a few, right, because it's only happened 50 times in world history, but the documentation that they have those pediatric cases um, show that the thymus came. Uh-oh. Okay, well, we lost her. So, Trisha, if you hear us, then just clock back in. I, I, we <laughs> we have this is. legislation going on, so I'm getting continual calls. <laughs> I drove to Jeff City because I'm meet, getting ready to meet with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft because he's said, you know, how can he help and support? So I'm sorry if it keeps interrupting me. That's where I'm at. Um, So anyway, what I was saying is that there was a rare cancer with my son. It only happened 50 times in medical history, and it's directly related to radiation. So when I discovered this, it became a passion of mine because if you talk to students and parents that lived around Weldon, and then uncovering the stories of the people whose voices weren't heard, because at the end of the day, they put an atomic bomb plant and they being our federal government, 
directly next to an operating high school and then left it there for decades. And prior to that, it was a TNT plant with its own um, chemical disaster that they caused the environment. And as a third thing, there's a quarry that they would accept from the Atomic Energy Commission it was one of the earliest landfills um, that they would use this quarry to dump nuclear and chemical waste from areas across the country. And those documentations are going to, those documents are going to continue to come out. Um, Weldon has been so incredibly downplayed, so dismissed by the media for decades. And I, the truth is going to come to light, right? We're going to see more of this documentation and stuff that's never been shared with the public over the next couple of weeks and at the meeting. And there's considerable health ramifications. Lizzie, I think we share a common thread here. Where did you go to high school? Well, this is interesting. I do ca- share a common thread. Tricia and I, me? yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I'm not sure that she can hear me for some reason. Maybe turn your volume up. Can you hear me now, Trisha? Oh, I better put on my glasses. Can you guys hear me at all? I, we can hear you. We can hear you. Okay, I can't hear you. Okay, well, I'm not hmm. sure. I think, I don't know. That might be on her might end. Might be good at fighting for people, but I'm pretty bad at working a, Technology. a podcast on my phone in a vehicle. Yes, I'm sure that's very hard. Well, she can't hear me, but what we had talked about yesterday and why she and I came into contact was I went to the same high school, David, who's here today, and that's why I drug him in here today as well. We both went to a high school that had the toxic waste, all the things that she's talking about is the things that had affected me as well. So years ago, we would go to school, and our school looked like an army barracks. It is what they call Weldon Spring. It's in St. Charles County, Missouri. But I'm bringing this up because this is happening all over the United States. If you dig, you will see that the federal government has done this. Coldwater Creek. You know, I could go on and on and on where this is happening. And so the reason why it's still so important to me is the very first freedom fighter I ever met was my mom. And we were at the school and I went home one day and I told her that the drinking water that came out was coming out brown. And my mom is not political at all. And but I told her about that. So she went up to the school and they lied to my mom and they said brown water is not coming out. So she went to the drinking fountain and she saw it and brown water would come out. So that's when the first time I saw anyone starting to bring water bottles because my mom was telling everybody about it. And so we brought water bottles to school, but we didn't have the plastic ones then. It would be kind of like non-fancy version of the one that Derek makes. And or the gallon jugs. Are the, the gallon jugs, yes. And so what would happen is people would drink that water. And then not too many years later, you would start seeing people have a problem. And the percentage is very, very high of people that went to Francis Howe back in the 1980s all the way through now. But it could have been... F- beyond that and it was beyond that it happened before that but I don't know anyone that was speaking up in the 60s and the 70s and I was just a baby then but in the 80s there was a lot of people that I know they're infertile they have cancers they have all different sorts of things and my mom and and her freedom fighters back there would just get to the point it's, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the whistleblower of today they just get to the point they think they were making somewhere and somebody for political reasons would just shut that damn thing down and then somebody would come up another parent and then somebody another parent but we could never quite get a politician to fight this because that intimidates people there's money involved in shutting people up so trisha and i were talking about this the other day 
about what is going on and what our federal government is doing to us. And is it on purpose? Is it not on purpose? What the hell is going on? And so, Trisha, tell us a little bit about the fight that you're taking on and what's happening to you because you're fighting. Well, I want to say that the game changer in this, it's been the people. The people have definitely showed up, right? So um, I went into the Capitol knowing that if one of us moms didn't get elected, we would always be treated as an hysteria. I think we lost her again, volume-wise. Yeah. We can't hear her. Can you hear us, Tricia? Anyway, one of the things that she was, that, that she's fighting, we can't hear her right now, but she's got a group of the people. The people are fighting with her. And she's trying to help with making legislation to fight that and bring that out. We're not hearing. That's the hard thing. Some, I think she might have put herself on mute. Can hear me now? There we I go. I can hear you go. now. Okay, so go ahead, Trisha. Go uh, ahead. Somehow, if I connect to this vehicle, <laughs> we have problems. I'm so sorry. Um, you'll have to have me back when I have it together. Um, so, so anyway, what I was saying is, um, so many moms before me have fought this. They fought it on the other side of the river, um, and so it really is a group that has come together, a grassroots effort. I knew I had to get elected because I saw firsthand that when I would tell this problem to people, that it just is too much. And I don't know if our local officials years ago, it, it wasn't so much the ones that I talked to that didn't want to help. It just was so overwhelming. Yes. You know, it's hard to figure out where to even start. And then we had to come up with the right ask. And finally, and, and it seems simple looking back, but finally what we believe is the right ask is we need legislation from the federal government. And because it's so vast, it's the majority of this legislation is going to have to focus on health monitoring and health care for those who are sick. And I'm going to fight for everything else that we can on top of it. And um, the game changer, as you guys know, was sending this documentation out to the um, to the news media. And they just blasted the DOE all day long. And with only a couple of hours of this documentation being in Senator Hawley's hands, he took directly to the floor and said he was going to fight until legislation passes. So at this point, he's our champion, and now we're all going to get behind him. And believe it or not, he's partnered up with Cori Bush on this. And this is this is nothing to do with politics. This is because this is a decades-old problem, and it's going to take all of us. Regardless of party, regardless of which side of the river you're on, it's going to be a heavy lift. And I'm behind both the, the congresswoman and the senator to get this done and I'll do whatever I take whatever it takes to help make them successful so that they can help the people that were harmed. Well, and Trisha, that is great. I know a lot of people, you might take heat because there's a lot of people that are conservative, absolutely do not want you to cross the aisle. They don't want you to cross the aisle because Cori Bush is Cori Bush. We've all seen her on media. We all see how she acts. But in the end of the day, we've got to stop people drinking water that there's something wrong with them and if it takes Josh Hawley and I know a lot of conservatives that don't like Josh Hawley either and I was one of those in the past I I think he's great now I get the lane that he has to be in and I I said this the other day on the show that I felt that I needed to apologize and admit that I was wrong because sometimes I want a politician to do something that's not their lane be due due to our our constitution both at each state and both overall you absolutely can only do 
what you can do. And he is doing in his lane what he can do. And Cori Bush, mm-hmm. if it takes Cori Bush to help us get that fixed it's a 40 plus year old problem you you need to do it and i'm very proud of you for doing this you're you're literally taking two parties who cannot stand each other to help the future of our children with the drinking water it's 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 not just drinking water i mean people take showers in it and all that and you you can't avoid it well the the water issue you know where we were damaged i know you saw visuals of of the water issue and i've heard about it um I remember talks of the bomb, the bomb suit people, and yes. I remember being in high school once, and they're like, "You can't drink out of the uh, the fountain." A guy in a moon suit just came in and thinks there's uranium yes. in it. Yes, and that has I happened. remember saying yeah. to people like there was hysteria, and I remember being like, "Stop being ridiculous, people! If we were anywhere near uh, nuclear radiation, we wouldn't be any. We wouldn't be in the school." That- yes. Well, and it looks like we lost her just for a second again. Derek, do you know anything about that? Have you heard anything about what we're talking about? So the the Weldon Springs stuff, uh, I, I grew up in the South County area. Sure. Uh, and currently I live in Eureka. So I, while I grew up in Oakville, knowing what I know, little what I know, uh, this sounds a lot like Times Beach. The correct, dio- the correct, so, correct. So this yes. is not one of those situations where it's just located in one specific area it sounds i believe there's a is it cold water creek there's or? cold water creek so there's um what you're talking about times beach it decimated a whole town right well and, and not just that uh, there right now there is a uh it's called route 66 park but do, what, you, do you guys mind i know this is not not fair but you know that this is a quick and heavy lift that we're doing yes um josh holly is a hundred percent committed and the senator's office has called me several times during this call I think I need to go ahead and I take think you that need to take that. Really yes, you need to get off it and, and we'll have you on again and we'll yeah, have you in we studio. Yeah, we need to have this at a time when I'm not trying to get down to Jeff City. Absolutely. Because I have meetings to try to help get people on board with Perfect. this too. Perfect. Yes. And um and I really appreciate it. We'll talk about this again. Too. Sounds great. We'll have you in Thanks. studio. Go get Sounds him, Trisha. great. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. Trisha. Thank you so much. And that just shows that they're, she's a state rep, and they're fighting whatever whatever there is. Everybody has a hill they want to die on, and this is her hill she wants to die on. As you know, my son-in-law is a state rep, too, and this is not his hill to die on. His hill to die on is a lot of other things, including you know children and the DEI and all of that. But what I'm very proud of our state and many states, so if you're watching somewhere else from Missouri, we are making a difference. When you vote and you vote for people who are going to have your back and really fix something not just talk the talk and walk the walk and and all of that they're going to fix problems like this is an 81 year old problem this and this is not a political problem she she doesn't even she wants to get elected again but she doesn't care she wants to get this fixed and there's other water issues and we kind of touched on this a little bit with my son-in-law st charles city is having a water issue and i'm going to say something that is going to maybe blow some conservatives mind that i don't necessarily I'm not upset with the, I want to say the governor and not and not supporting that or, or, or putting that down because that's different than this. This was just a loan they were going to get and it wasn't going to fix anything and they should be suing Ameren if that's who they really think it is, not taking everybody in Missouri's taxpayer because that's different than the water issue in, say, Coldwater Creek or Times Beach or Weldon Spring. It's a very big issue and she's right. People would come into high schools and they're not doing it as much. They would come into high schools and they would have hazmat suits. And you're in school. 
and they would have this on and they wouldn't tell you though they wouldn't tell you not to drink the water but then when the parents would come in and stay it was a really big issue and now that's still going on but the water runs clear but there is kids that have cancer and they have infertility problems and she's going to go into it more when we have her back they have done testing on that water to find the same toxins that are in that water are in someone with cancer's bloodstream. Well, if you notice that all of these different places we're talking about, Coldwater Creek, Weldon Springs, those two are interconnected. Interconnected. They're interconnected. They are. They are. Out in Eureka, the Old Times Beach is not even close to being connected. But if you notice, uh, and... and That was dioxin in the soil, yeah. It was a dumping area, yeah. But the Merrimack River lines basically yes. the whole the whole area. area. So yes. So when it gets into your str- your water stream, it leaps into the water system. It does. Right. It does. And people do have a right to have clean drinking water, but at what cost? It, it, yeah. It, at what cost? Exactly. At what cost? And I don't even know. We've talked about this on the show before that you know drink water that you get from bottled sources but you know some people are saying that those are just poured out of the tap and put in the bottles i don't know if you go to like sam's or walmart look at their bottle yeah it's 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 basically purified water right it's It's, from it's from the tap right it is from the tap i mean yeah you know I, i would rather them go to like you know Tom's farm in the middle of nowhere right, and right, get some well right. water versus yeah, drinking. Right, you know, right, because you don't know what you're drinking. It actually has a little bit of Sure, taste. when it has some you know, actual nutrients yeah. that they you know have in there. A little iron. It, it's, it's scary that <laughs> our federal bit, yeah. government yeah. is killing us. And, and we've talked about it in two different ways. It could be on purpose. So I do think there's some wackadoos out there that are killing us on purpose. The very, very far deep state and the BGs, and I'm not going to say his word because that made us go down, I think, the last time, that are purposely thinking that they're just so dang great that they don't want us breathing even the air they walk in. And then there's others that they're not really out to kill us necessarily, but they know it's happening and they don't care. Well, don't worry about the actual. Okay, so in the situation with the uh, the the water situ- the water areas, think about the train derailments that happened in yes, Ohio. And yes, everything. yes. Where did that happen? Right, close to a river. Yes. What yes. river was that? The Ohio River. river. Where mm-hmm. does that Ohio River mm-hmm. dump into? Mississippi. The Mississippi. The Mississippi. It, so it, it, yes. it's not. A, it's almost. It's not a coincidence anymore. No, it's not. It's a to the point to where, you know coincidentally yes. things with chemicals happen and then all of a sudden now that we have the uh, the wildfire smoke in Canada but if you look at the maps uh, the aerial maps and all the rest of that there's no smoke in Canada, folks. The smoke right. is being blown up your you-know-what. Right. Literally blown up your you-know-what. Right. And some people, and it's so interesting to me that people will say, oh, this is just normal summer heat, whatever. Okay. Uh, it's, y- yellow air. <laughs> yellow. I mean, I get it. That there's there's no such been thing smog, as yellow air. And there is a difference between pollution, where that has pretty much been taken care of, than the smoke. What in the heck is this smoke? It's different. It's different. I've never seen it look like this ever in my life, that it's got this orangey tint to it. And you're right. In Canada, it's doesn't sulfur. seem to have it. Yeah. Yellow is the yellow coloring is sulfur. Yeah. And now when it rains, you have that acidic, dirty water coming you from do. the sky. You do. Saturating your ground, which... So if we're you, creating a sulfuric acid. You're basically creating a sulfuric acid. But not just that. If you have a natural well, I mean, granted, most of these are very, very deep. But if you have the runoff and you have a shallow well, you could actually be, you know, 
unfortunately yeah. contaminated yeah. uh, due to nothing of your own. Well, and Peg is saying on here, and I'm going to say what she says, I wish I could express the hell Trisha has gone through from her own party. Such a disappointment is an understatement. And and I've said this before, and Trisha and I've said it, and I've said it with other people, that your own party is part of the problem. The Republicans, it's not just Democrats, it's Republicans too, and there's two different things. They could want to have the goal of going up to the deep state, or a lot of times it isn't even that. It's people do not like controversy. So if it's gonna make anybody feel a little bit uncomfortable, they're not gonna do it. And then they're just gonna go and talk about you, and but not help. But not help. And I mean, people. And this get is too why my wife will days. not let me run for office. Well, it's true because you get, and that is true. Like my son-in-law, when he ran for office, we had to have a big family talk mm-hmm. and be prepared that we were going to be looked at. We were going to that's be hacked. crucified. And, and and my husband is here. That's David. We had to sit down as a family because my son-in-law has been attacked too. Sure. And and it turns out whatever they were attacking about was not even true. But guess who attacked him? It was his own party. It wasn't the Democrats because in our area, the Democrats aren't going to win. They're not. Sure. They're, they're not. So the Republicans attacked him both in the primary and they have attacked him ever since. Now it's kind of evened out because what Justin did he already did and it seemed to be what almost all the republicans like but if you do anything a little bit on the fringe like what trisha's doing you're going to have your own people attack you and that's the frightening part to me is that you you don't know where to turn you don't know what to do because you don't know who to trust you don't know who to trust and it's and you can't and people these days and i'm going to say this about conservatives and and liberals and and everybody people have not learned to have good coping skills. And so it used to be when we grew up that if someone, and I know we're older than you, but when I grew up, my grandparents and my parents would say, suck it up, get up, boo-hoo, move on. Or they'd say, if you're going to keep crying, you're going to have something to cry about I was about raised that. by a Vietnam vet. I heard yes, every yes. My, one of my, Both of our yeah. parents were, were, were military sure. kids, and I was also grew up in, in, in a police officer home. And they literally would say to me, knock off the crying, or I'm going to give you something to really cry about. Today, everybody wants to cry. And it's very destructive to even the Republican Party. I have never seen... Like I have seen, but it's because since my son-in-law's in and, and I've now been in media for two years, the minute you do something that somebody doesn't like, they whine and they cry, but they don't just move on. It's they probably because they didn't come up with it first. Well, that, that's right. They didn't come up with it mm-hmm. first or and, and they get butt hurt and then they get intimidated. And then the only way that they can do that, and, and it's like what you said before, it's a deflection. Mm-hmm. They didn't come up with it first or they didn't think about it. So they're going to transfer what you did or didn't do out into the world Mm -hmm. it's it's and it's sad and it's and my point to all of this is the conservative party you have to really watch it and and like peg says jealousy is is a huge issue and i see that in politics and regular world if you're okay with your life you're going to be moving and moving and moving and you're gonna you're gonna do things you're gonna you're gonna really work in politics you're really gonna do things or you're gonna stand on a show like you do you very much support it my husband my husband has to live with not only a wife but a son-in-law and all my kids have to do that it's the people that become jealous who do not walk the walk they just they just go out and talk bad about other conservatives and i think that's very counterproductive and it's happening everywhere so you don't know who to trust it's it's very difficult thing to do or in politics uh because you know if my wife would give me the you know the the go yeah i would i would totally do it unfortunately i think you'd be great at it but it changes your family and well and, and i have 
three young kids. Yep, I, you know, yep. I have to look after them. I have to look after my wife and how it affects. And like you guys said, it's not affecting Justin and his wife and Liberty. Mm-hmm. It's affecting it's the whole family, all of you. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Matter, matter of fact, uh, my cousin is a state rep in the St. Charles area, uh, Travis Wilson. Oh and, yeah. Okay. And, okay. And, and you know, and, and I, you know, I spoke with him before he ran, and I said, "Hey, listen, buddy. I said, um, you know, I know you." And what you need to do is stand your ground. Don't let somebody influence you into doing something that is out of your character. Yes. Because when you step into the lion's den... They're gonna yes. bite. They're gonna bite you. They are gonna bite you. And they the are gonna is, bite you. The you, lions will bite you. And if you don't follow the way they want you to go, correct, correct. They're going to set you up to a point to where they'll get you out. That that's a very that's very right. People set you up. Like like they will do things behind the scene in politics, and you don't even know it's and happening. you don't even know it mm-hmm. until all of a sudden, boom, yep. it's there. And then when they get caught, that's when they reach out and do the crybaby thing and all of that because you got caught. And you see that so much in politics these days. They got caught and then they go on their crybaby rant. But what are they doing? What what are they doing? What are they doing? Are they fighting the good fight? Are they in politics? It, it I mean it, and like and you I see like what Donna says. The world too. You you see it everywhere. You yeah. do see it in every areas of the world. Like Donna says, this shit starts in school at a young age this day. It and does. she's right. This this non coping mechanism is starting at home, but it's also starting in schools. If you're a little boy, they want you I was an educator before. They want the boys to sit down, be quiet act like girls and I know from all the years I was in education call it what you want it but boys are boys and girls are girls and girls are going to sit at a table and they're going to color and as soon as somebody doesn't like what they're doing they won't hit you in most cases they'll just go you're not invited to my party a three year old even does that you're not my friend you're not my friend anymore I don't like you that's what girls do but they should be taught is Okay, you might not like that person, but just go on your merry way, do the best you can, shine into my house for Christians, shine for the Lord, and move on. Boys, on the other hand, these days are told to, like, boys are supposed to have testosterone. What people don't understand is the biggest surge of testosterone kids have is in between the age of three and four, not necessarily at 18 and 25. So that's why little boys are wrestling all over the place and would rather play with Tonka toys. And today, they're told to sit down, be quiet, color. It doesn't matter if you want to protect somebody. You be quiet, little boy. And it's made a whole generation of sissies is what it's done. Well, in the, in you know back in the 80s, uh, late 80s, early 90s, that's when the whole Ritalin thing was popular. And yes. you know, yeah. all you had to do, oh, your son or your ADHD. daughter. Yeah, and, and, and you know, that's where it was always ADD back in the day. It was right. now, it was ADD. you know, and, and it seems like you know the medical terms are now turning into the the the, the alphabet mafia. It's like yes, let's just yes. add another letter. And, and you know, my my nine year old, uh, he is diagnosed with ADHD. We do not medicate him because we yes. we tried no. to do that, and he got meaner. Right, right. And mind right. you, he's a redhead. I'll give him a little bit on that. Right, give him a little credit. Yeah, I'll give him a little hair. credit. A little fire. The, little fire. The beauty fire. of it is, is it, it, especially, and I can speak for me and my family. In the Rockwood School District, we have been blessed That's with great. That's great. wonderful teachers. Even though, you know, they're, you know, Rockwood is one of those big districts and they're going to get the most attention because they're huge. You know, there's a lot of, you know, smack on them. But the teachers, the staff, the administrators, all the people that your children come in contact every day, mm-hmm. I'd say 90% of them, because I don't know all of them, 
But everyone that I've come in contact with has always had my children's best interest yeah. in their heart. I think most teachers are really good. And if they stay out of the DEI, sure. the critical race theory and all that, and they just teach the kids, being a teacher is a very, very tough job. And they don't get paid for it. <laughs> no, they are so underpaid. And, and I understand that it would just keep raising our taxes sure. and all of that. And our children go to a go to Lutheran schools and they're not even paid as much and do probably even more work because they, they even have to clean their classrooms. But, you know, when you were going, going back to when you were talking about AD, we're sure our son is ADD, and we were told. Oh, I'm probably times, ADD too. I, I think I'm ADD. My husband's probably ADD, but we, we already just, know that. We, your yeah, we already for know. me was Squirrel. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I called my husband Squirrel, but this was interesting. Joe's raising his hand back there. Yeah. So okay, so you've got four squirrels in here. Basically, you got four squirrels, and I think that's how we. Not, I don't want to use the word cope because I don't cope. This is how I live every day. You just live. You just do it. You, know, you just and, and, multitask. And, and if my wife was exactly if my wife was watching, she, she'd probably say I'm the biggest procrastinator. But because I start so many things, but I don't finish them, honey. I will get that done. I promise. Huh. Uh, but it's one of those hey, things. No. <laughs> but but you know, from that aspect, you know, the, the first thing that would they would say back then is, well, your kid needs to be on Ritalin. Right. Well, right. It, right. It's it's a drug. Right. And well, it, it's, you know, it's like Jessica said, yes. you manage it with no medicine because Correct. medicine is going to alter. It, it, people didn't realize back then it changes your actual, your actual brain mm-hmm. chemistry. Correct. We had a grandfather that came into our preschool and he was a pharmaceutical rep and it still sends chills. This was in the early 90s. He said, do you have kids in here with ADD? And I said, yes. He goes, okay, well, next it's going to be called ADHD. Mm-hmm. So it's going to change the medication. Right. Then after that, they're going to go through a little bout that everybody is bipolar. And he right. goes, and there are bipolar people, but you, their offset or the onset of it, I should say, doesn't even happen until like middle schoolish. So they're going to say, that's going to be the next diagnosis. We call that hormones now because right, I have middle right. schoolers. Yes, yes. And then it was just, you know, another thing, another thing, another thing, and another thing. And he said, we are going going to keep you sick we are going to alter your brains because there's money in it and i looked at him i'm not going to say his name he's since retired but i'm like what the hell and so the whole time i ran my preschool i told parents we're going to be able to handle your boy that's going to wrestle and if they don't want to sit there and and write their name their their hormones and their testosterone okay maybe they should go outside and play boys are still going to learn but they're going to learn through tactile things and bodily kinesthetic things they're not going to learn because you hand them a crayon and told them to color the little girl's you know shirt red that's not how boys learn that's how teachers are taught today to get kids to stay in line give them medication whatever it is whatever medication it is because it changes get those kids to sit down and be quiet and they do it more to boys than they do to girls and that's why our society is really screwed up we don't have men that are standing up i shouldn't say any of you men here and and i'm and i'm sure most of you uh, they, here they want to quell the impulses so that the, the kid basically just sits there it's quiet yes stay yes. within the line they want a drone right yes yes and it's because they, it's easier for them to teach that way right. it's easier for them to, to manage the class that way i was one of those kids got in trouble a lot i mean ran into a classroom and it literally jumping over desks and things like that. Um, 
the way we dealt with it back then. More recess time. Yeah. It works. And now yeah, we're actually get getting rid of recess time. Which right. Is There's totally less different. and less recess time and like that. And they need gym and they need recess yeah, and they, need, they need athletics. They need, yeah. and that's the thing. I love athletics. We had all of our kids in athletics, but they also, you know, and we schedule them. We, we play dates, we schedule them and we're guilty of that. But kids just need to go yeah. out in the backyard and take a swim, run around, ride their bike and get their, their minds off of what's on get the Get it out of the screen. phone. Get it. Get out. <laughs> I'm, of the I'm a cross country track am, and field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guilty. He's a track coach, guys. That's I am why he's totally guilty. That. Uh, yes, but I, I, I will tell you this: going back to those teachers for my son, um, the last couple of years, we've had we've had an amazing teacher because we asked the teacher that he pr- previously had, mm-hmm. who do you think? would be a best fit for him. That's glad and that his somebody asked style. you. Yeah, well, yes. well, we actually went to the, we, we went so like kindergarten, we asked his kindergarten teacher, who in first grade do you think would be the best fit for him, ed, you know, education wise? And so when we started, you know, he'll be in fourth grade this coming year. And the the past couple of teachers that we've had have been so amazing. And it's like you said, I, I volunteered in the classroom. Yes. Uh, and, and I've seen exactly what you're saying. The little girls will stay to That's, themselves. Yes, they do. And, and then the boys are bouncing off the walls. But you know what? The teacher told me, she said, as long as they're not hurting anyone or destroying yes. one or, dis- yes. or disrupting the class. Yeah. Let him go. Let, let, let him go. Let, let him, him go. go. And here's something that people don't realize is one day, very early on, when we owned our preschool, my husband came in and he's like, why are all the boys crying? They're the ones crying and the girls are sitting there. Yeah, and I, I said, that. and I said, because it's not because they're bigger babies than the girls. They're it's, bored. It's, they're bored. They're upset. They're sad. Or even if they're not any of those things, people do not realize that a three and a four year old, that is their biggest testosterone urge. And whenever you get a heavy dose of hormones, you're going to be more emotional sure. either way. So you even need to let that boy be who he's going to be then. He's not, he's going to grow up and we are, we squelch men and go, stop that crying. Now boys can cry. Boys can cry. Right. Not but they can. That. And that, that doesn't make you a sissy. The, yes. the girls would be literally looking at the boys like, what is wrong with you? Yes, yes. And like, the boys are crying because they can't get something done right or they don't get their way. And, yes, and yes. the girls are just like... Whatever, whatever. <laughs> I got something and else and, to and do. It, it starts very early on. And if yeah. and if and if it's something that you haven't seen in a while, the neatest thing in the world is to see a group of three or four year olds play, whether it's a school setting or just in your backyard. It will tell you how God made people to be. Mm-hmm. Just let them be in their natural state where they haven't been on medication, they've just been allowed to play, and you watch, oh, boys and girls are different. Oh, very much so. They are different. You don't need to then to change them how they are they're going to be who they're going to be if you let them be who they're going to be it, it's going to be fine and and after saying all of what we just said if a boy and this is our son included he would play with his tonka trucks and knock people over and then the next minute he was acting like he was making a pizza with the play area we now know is because he was a little don juan and he did kind of like the girls and he liked to be over there but even after all of this he's married got a beautiful wife and he still cooks I, donna on the chat line says sports early is so important i agree now, one thing I will say to that is uh, this day and age, these parents live through, live vicariously through their kids. And don't say. one of the things, well, one of the things that <laughs> right, when I was right. growing up is, you know, you would have, you would start at, at baseball or softball mm-hmm. yeah. and then you would move to basketball or volleyball and you would, you would basically transition from one sport to the next sport to the next sport Correct. instead of having all year round baseball to where you're traveling, you know, hundreds of miles for a tournament. And, and, and what I've, 
the participation trophy. God, it just drives me nuts. Oh my gosh. I remember the first time that came out that we heard that. We're like, so now you can be a loser. You're right. And and, and win something. And win. You don't need a trophy when you just got last place. Exactly. And we've had some of our kids not be as good as others and they'd be like, I didn't get a medal. I go, because you know what? You purposely went slow. You could have gone faster, but you didn't give the effort. And so you're not getting a trophy, dude. You're you're not getting a trophy. It's not going to happen. I've been coaching now for what, 17, 18 years? Yes. My husband is a coach. David is a coach. Yes. And one of the things that used to bug the daylights out, I mean, we'd go to like a small meet or something like that, and everybody comes away with a ribbon. Sure. Oops. And it, it's utterly ridiculous to have a 25th place or 39th place person, oh, I got a, a ribbon. No, you got a participation first, ribbon. First, second, third, and right. then all the yes, rest of you yes. are losers. Well, like right. when she and I ran in high school back in the day, in the, the Weldon Springs days where we got that extra power from the, the water. Right. We glow, um, we glow, we glow. State medals were only first second third right yeah. you might have gotten a fourth in there today in this day and age of past oh, 15 years is it six or eight 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 all eight places in the finals deserve a medal now granted they're different colors first and second are gold and silver and then right. everybody else is bronze but well, why not aluminum or <laughs> i mean well, yeah. well, let's I just pick a weird medal. when i was in high school i didn't get a medal no no well, it's like you should have ran faster yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, you, I agree. You, yeah, so and everybody even, even has coaches their thing. today get medals too. It's like, oh, okay. I think <laughs> it's important we, to point out that not all masculinity is toxic. And no, not yes, at all. competition good is good. good. Oh, competition is yes, great. Good point. And Joe, there's some I, phenomenal I runners that are the males are. You know, our girls won state last year, but the boys were just right there too. And it, the to, the competition drives them to succeed and to improve and to really push themselves to be better. But everything they do. Well, and it's gonna it's gonna help them when they get they become adults. You know, we're we're not helping this generation hmm. by giving them that participation trophy or even that eighth no. place trophy because when you get in the corporate America, correct. I, I've never been in quote unquote corporate America. Um, I've always worked for uh, you know when I when where I'm at started, right now. I, I was I started in the funeral home and everything, and so it was a small family run deal. Uh, then I got into you know working for the Catholic cemeteries here in St. Louis. I was never in quote unquote corporate America. Well, honestly, before all the DEI and all this stuff, corporate America didn't care about your feelings. They still Not don't. at all. They, you know, and, it, and it's sorry. We'll you know, even though it's hard to replace somebody now because nobody wants to work. If right. you're eighth place in corporate America, you're, you're, you're yeah. As I say, you're unemployed. And, <laughs> yes. You know, if yes. You, and it's the whole you know. And it goes back to the weakening of society yeah. that everyone gets very disappointed when you're not the best person for the job and your job might change or you get let go or whatever. And and it hurts you so deeply instead of saying, I'm going to put my boots on, as you were talking about earlier, I'm going to put my boots on, I'm going to work harder. Maybe I wasn't the best today. Not Maybe everybody I can be the CEO. Days. Not everybody. No, everybody can't be the CEO. If you want to start your own company, I guess you can, but that takes money, fortitude, and a success mind doing that too yeah i mean you know you need those people the everyday people to you know to to do the job uh yes. you know that that i go back to mcdonald's 15 dollars an hour folks this is not a job that is a career if you want to make mcdonald's correct, a career, and i'm correct. not knocking anybody from mcdonald's because you know there, there is a need for everyone in a certain specific place. Correct. Well, so, and like Todd is saying, not everyone can be in the special forces unit. Not at and, all. And and that goes even into work. Like I know, David, you can say this better than I can because he is in corporate America, and they have had to do DEI training and that sort of thing. 
But he thinks, and you can say this, he thinks it's just part of what corporate America does. But in the end, the best person still gets the job. Oh, very much so. It doesn't matter it, what it, your, your your sexual preference is, what your correct, sex yeah. is, correct, what color correct. you are. Yes. I mean, it it's, yeah, doesn't even matter what age you are. Quotas, no. We don't have any that kind of stuff, yes. even it's, though that's out there in the corporate America. And, you know, Harvard, obviously, sure. doing what they did. But um, no, it, it, we don't care what your persuasion is. We don't care what color you are. We don't care what gender you are. We get, want the best person for the job. And get the job done. Yeah, yeah get it That's done. That's exactly what my, uh, my recruiter said to me when I first started. He's like, we have one rule. Get, get your work done. done. Get, yeah, get, get it get done. I don't care how much you're in the office or not in the office. Get work the work be done. done. Correct. Yes, that is true. Well, you guys, I think we've, you know, haven't embarrassed Vic too much. I think he'll be very happy with us. Thank you, too, for coming in. You guys have just hit it out of the ballpark. Although, you know what, before we leave, do you want to talk about what you think about? We have a video, Joe, if you want to find that up. Uh, Derek and I were talking yesterday about Pfizer, and their building got destroyed by a tornado. And I don't want to take the words out of Derek's mouth, but whenever you can find that, Joe, here it is, if you want to look at that. So okay, what Joe's going to show you is um, it's live uh, helicopter footage of um, the remains of the Pfizer uh, warehouse in North Carolina. Um, I'm not sure exactly what city it is. I apologize. Um, but uh, an EF3 tornado, which if it, you don't know what an EF3 is, that's about 138 miles an hour to about 150. So you're talking some serious wind. And uh, as he's going to play the video, you'll see exactly what kind of damage happened to this, uh, this warehouse. What kind of roof that was? Uh, it, metal roof, accordion. As I say, it looks very similar to like what an Amazon uh, yeah. Distribu yeah. distribution center would be, or anything like that. Jeannie's saying similar to what you said yesterday, Derek. It's it's called karma. It's you know it's kind of called God's way of going. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, mm. and so you know the reports are there is over fifty thousand pallets of medication. Oh, yeah. Um, destroyed. Yes, um, yes. What, what people don't understand is this warehouse was one of the uh, cupcake places. Yes, So yes. not only, you know, 50,000 pallets of medication, they didn't tell you what kind of medication it is. So, um, you know, karma yeah. karma is what it is. And, Karma's a bitch. You know, good old Mother Nature, you know, if, if we don't take care of it, she'll take care of it for us. Yes, um, yes. You know, and, and you know, I, the good part is, is when I was doing a little more research into this, it, it did say that there were uh, no fatalities uh, at the point. Uh, no one was injured. Uh, so uh, thank God for that. I uh, would never wish anybody uh, any ill uh, ill harm on their bodies but you know what if you can get rid of uh, some medication yes. uh, you know that's what that's so, so be it yeah so, well and, and, and I, I I like playing on TikTok uh, and I found a guy um, Captain Captain, Captain Hook no Captain Taylor I think it is uh, here let me let me look up find out who it is I'll find exactly who it is uh, because this gentleman here uh, is talking about um, hold on Captain, sorry. He's going to be looking it up. Derek's got some good stuff. You know, when Derek first came in, he, he he'll can take, after he tells you what he's going to tell you, he's going to tell you a little bit about the merchandise. But Derek literally just came in here one of our very first days and brought us these. 
with our names on it. And we just struck up, Vic and I, and now Joe knows him, just struck up a really good relationship with Derek. And we were like, you know, maybe you could come in a little bit because he's not, even though that's his career, he really gets what's going on. He gets the deep state, he gets local politics, he, he gets the whole picture and can articulate it very well very very well so uh it's pulling up right now but um it's it's captain underscore taylor underscore morgan uh and the one of the biggest reasons i follow him on tiktok is uh it's like you were saying lizzie uh instead of the medication wise do the natural way do the natural Um, try that first for sure i I love wearing sunglasses uh you know with wearing contacts and everything Mm -hmm. but what he was telling in one of the videos that really struck me was don't wear sunglasses because your body is is pulling the in the sun. sunlight to mm-hmm. your eyes, and it's telling your body how much melanin or melatonin to produce. So you yeah, don't I get, heard that. So you don't I get heard burnt. that too. Just recently, yeah. I heard yeah. that. I always so, heard protect your eyes, right. put sunglasses on. But I have to be honest. I, I go for a walk every day, and when I go for a walk and I put my sunglasses on, I feel the same way when I left. But if I take it on or take the glasses off, I, I guess sun gets in my eyes, or yeah, I don't know, and exactly, I feel better. What it is is your your receptors in your eyes are taking in that sunlight. Yeah, and it's telling your body, okay. There is X amount of sunlight here. I need to produce enough so you don't burn your body. I Got have it. I have a little bit to add to this. Please um, do, Joe. Please every do. day on the way here, I always ride without sunglasses on, and I make sure that the sunlight hits my pupils. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, when I do that, I find that my vision actually gets better. Get better Isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah. I have to wear readers normally. Yeah. Lately, I haven't needed them because... I don't wear sunglasses. Makes sense. It mm. makes sense. And I think we're just we're just meat machines that are solar powered. Pretty much, yes. yeah. Yeah, you know that's a great. Say that again, Joe. Meat that machines again. that are solar powered. We are meat machines that are solar powered. Correct. Well, us meat machines have to kind of get going now. But Derek, before us meat machines leave for the day, t- show us show us some of the things that you brought and sure. how are we going to get them? Okay, so we are uh, I, I, we were talking about merchandising, I believe, last week. We were, uh, and so. So uh, right now, uh, I have the uh, the cups, tumblers that uh, we have designed. Uh, yesterday, I received uh, I'll receive I received the hats and the um, the shirts. So we'll be getting those going. Uh, the the grippy we were talking about, the thirty ounce grippy, uh, it actually came came in stock the day that we were talking. So this is the Ooh, we're meant to have those. So this is the Stanley. "Quote unquote Stanley, Stanley. the grippy uh, cup, and so the the generic uh, cancel this uh, is on both sides, and then in the middle here it has love that it has the website and the QR code. Now the QR code here will take you to cancelthisshow.com where you can find all of the different uh, links for Facebook, all uh, Rumble, uh, Twitch, uh, YouTube, all the rest of that. But on the bottom, because somebody's going to ask you where you got it from, this is my QR code. This will take you to my business page for anything that is not cancel this related. That's great. Uh, so this is the grip. This is the grippy cup. We have the duo cup. So this one here is the 20 ounce. We will also have the 30 ounce and it has the sports bottle lid, but it also has the regular lid and also QR code and everything. So if people ever ask you, Hey, where's that from? You can scan that. You have the four in one can koozie. This will fit a 12-ounce can, 12-ounce bottle, uh, the skinny, so like your um, 
Ultra or your seltzers. Uh, and it also comes with a uh, uh, like a plastic lid. So if you want to do like a mixed drink, uh, it's a 15-ounce drink. Then you have, for those traditionalists, you have your regular coffee mug, uh, a 10-ounce coffee mug. And then last but not least, we have that... T- uh, 12 or 10 ounce wine cup. Uh, this is the only one that does not have that QR code on it uh, just because of the way it, it all works. Um, yeah, Michelle uh, on the uh, uh, on the text line, she actually ordered her husband a custom one. Um, so I, I, I do other custom stuff, uh, but uh, we'll be looking uh, very shortly to get, I believe it's a Spotify um, uh, page up. Is it Spotify or, or Shopify? Uh, Shopify, Shopify? Shopify, sorry. Okay. Spotify is, you can you can listen to us on Spotify. Um, you can shop with us on Shopify once we get that going. And what Lizzie just showed you is, um, I like to call them the Hilton Head or the, you know, the 13.1 stickers, uh, and they are the canceled this stickers. Uh, so we'll have those available. And then we're going to have, uh, if you give me a second, I'll bend down and grab a couple of the hats and shirts. Uh, they are not logoed yet, but it's going to be very similar to what I'm wearing. So give me a second. All right. And Jessica, I see that you're on the line. And while we're wrapping the show up, for some reason, you and I are blocked for each other and we can't see each other. And I know Vic wants to get in contact with you to, you know, you had asked to be in contact and we definitely want to get in contact with you. So contact the show. You can go to canceltheshow.com. Any of you that want to get in contact with us, you can DM me, you can DM Vic, and you can also actually go to canceltheshow.com. And there's an area that you can message. You can message about what Derek's talking about. You can message because sometimes Facebook and all that is kind of strange and for whatever reason I there's some people that can or cannot reach me and um, w- when we stop the show if you could still share it before we leave okay so back to the uh, merchandise uh, Vic is a uh, big fan of the all kind of canvas type hats so you have we're gonna have a, a royal blue and a gray one with the snapback uh, canvas these will be embroidered uh, similar to uh, my logo on the hat here and then you have uh, trucker style hats so for those of you that like the mesh back we're going to do a uh, sorry if I can do this hey correctly. Aaron wants to know if you can change the logo to cancel this the show with balls <laughs> we can do whatever we want okay. you can just right. put it on the uh, uh, put it on the computer and change and, it and change it okay yeah, so if there's yeah. a there's a phrase that you like we can definitely um, uh, add that to yours uh, for a little additional charge we'll, we'll uh, customize it with your name that way you you, uh, you know which which cup is yours but uh, you know we got some definitely cool things coming uh, shortly uh, once we get the Shopify uh, and then the shirts uh, we have three different color shirts we got Uh, like a royal blue we got kind of like an ash gray and a white uh, and we'll be getting those labeled and logoed that way uh, uh, the ponytail Uh, Trisha uh, you were talking about the ponytail hat yeah Uh, I wanted that too because I wear ponytails and wear hats a lot Lizzie's working we're we're trying to get a specific hat it's kind of that distressed looking hat yes and that's definitely and I had told the guys here that we women we like the ponytail hats that your hat and we are working on that he didn't bring one today but that's the only kind I wear is the ponytail hat and I like to wear hats on days my hair looks bad so if you come in and you see my hair you know I got a hat on it's probably twice a week at least because I have bad hair and I've got like 50 or 60 hats 
she's tried them all on. The only ones that work are the distressed trucker looking hat. That's the only one that looks good on me at all. And I think a lot of it's because it's it's fit for women, and you can put a ponytail back there or whatever. And, and the, the ponytail hat she's talking about, I believe, it's a little bit higher, like a high. It's, it's got a higher so top a little bit. Yeah, it would be somewhere kind of like yes, higher up, up in yep, here. That's exactly uh, right. So it has like different different slots for that. Very um, good. We're definitely trying to find. Uh, a good quality of those, um, you know, we don't want to give you something that's uh, uh, subpar quality because you're you're supporting the show and you're, you're going to be showing you're going to be showing it off the show. Absolutely. Um, so if you can continue to like, share, uh, comment, give us likes on the uh, on the social medias, uh, and then you know, uh, I hope to uh, hope to have maybe a, a, a Shopify store up within next week or two. That hopefully. would be great. Uh, yeah, hopefully then, next week because people keep asking sure. and, and asking and asking. So that would be great. Well, guys, it's time to wrap it up. And I thank you so much to Derek, to David. And we couldn't do this out with Projo. We could not do the show without him. You did a great job today too, Lizzie. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And Vic will be back tomorrow and we are going to do a free for all Friday. And before you leave, please remember to share and like the show on any platform that you want. Have a great day, everybody. We love you.